Hey, Aaron, what do you do when you can't come up with a topic? Choose something random. Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. All right. So we had issues settling on a topic this week. <laughs> so, so, you, oh. so we're going to uh, use a random word generator from randomwordgenerator.com. Pick, or have it generate three words, and then the other person is going to pick a number from one, two, or three, and... We'll start talking about whatever comes to mind based on that word that got picked. And when we run out of stuff, we'll do it again. Can we just say pass? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, this, <laughs> like I was cycling through some different words and one of them was if, which I guess could come up with like, well, if this, if that. Like an if statement in Excel? Or Coding. any programming language? You know, I like if statements. I really like ifs, though. All right. So are you ready? Sure. All right. One, two, or three? Uh, let's go with three. Staircase. Hey, didn't you do some song lyric with like jagged staircase to paradise or something? That was that jagged inclined plane to paradise. Oh, which is a staircase, right? Oh, because it was stairway, stairway to, to heaven. heaven. Yeah. So see, staircase. And for anybody that doesn't know what she's talking about, that was a game that I put together for our guest spot on the Noodles at Noon podcast that you can find at noodlespodcast.com. Noodlespodcast.com. So go check that out. That was a good time. We're going to have to have those guys on our show at some point. I definitely agree with that. They were fun. Ben and Noah are pretty awesome. And Michael's pretty good, too. So. I haven't met Michael. He wasn't on the episode I was on, so. Michael, you slacker. You you <laughs> need to you know, be on when we're on the show. If you want to hear me do well on a quiz, you should definitely find the episode that we uh, were on. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> anyway, staircase. So what comes to mind is... Uh, before you and I got together, the kids and I lived in this like earth berm house and it wasn't necessarily two stories, but it was two stories kind of because there was like a half story kind of thing. Yeah. Or like, it's just a few steps where the house leveled up a little or. No, no. So because it was built into the um, side of the a hill. Um, like three sides of the house was covered. Like it was built into this hill. So you entered from the front and it was pretty much just an open floor plan. Like there was a living room, um, two bedrooms off to one side and a bathroom. And then to the other side was the kitchen and then a laundry room, um, big playroom area, and then another bedroom. But then instead of having an attic per se, there was attic stairs that you would pull down from the ceiling and there was a loft space. And then uh, that was above the, the master bedroom, that area. And then on the other side where the other two bedrooms were in the living room, there was this spiral staircase that led up 
to a loft. All right. And looking back on it, probably wasn't our best idea, but I put my two oldest daughters. <laughs> That's where they slept. They were very small at the time. It's true. They were little, but now I think back, like, because at the time they wanted air mattresses for their beds. Like, those were cool. They were double air mattresses, so they were tall or whatever. And then when their friends would come over or their dad would come out to visit, whatever, they would throw the air mattresses over the railing down to the living room floor. And, but I think back on it and that could have been so dangerous. Right. Like right. spiral staircases are bad. <laughs> they really suck to move furniture up and down. I'll tell you that. Oh, I'm sure. Like there was a lot of their furniture that didn't end up in their room because I didn't want to try to figure out how to get a dresser up the spiral staircase. <laughs> Makes sense. That's when plastic drawers became a thing. <laughs> well, see, staircase makes me think of um, when I was like eighteen months, two years old, something like that. And I, I don't remember this happening because I was too little. But I had fallen down a flight of stairs and landed on a lawnmower, and I still have a scar on my forehead. And anyone that's listened to the episode that my mom was on telling stories about me, she tells this story if you want to know more about it. Uh, it explains you, a lot. If you haven't listened to that story, go go check it out and listen to more episodes. I'm just saying, that really does explain a lot. Like why I ended up with you? Yeah. <laughs> Were you dropped on your head? No, I fell on my head. <laughs> Right? And landed on a lawnmower. I like moving staircases. Escalators? Yep. Or like the weird kind in Harry Potter that... Just kind like, of go move. wherever. Yeah. Like you start I going w- up the staircase and it just moves to a whole different destination. I think that would be so cool. It would go really well with Willy Wonka's elevator thing that goes... Wonkavator. Right. I think that would be so cool. Or the stairs in, in the Escher or whatever drawing. Yeah, where they're just like they upside down and like backward like, completely impossible. Yeah. Thing, but it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that would be neat right. to try to navigate. I'd probably be really, really nauseous, but I'd like to navigate those kind of stairs. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure it, I don't know, you'd never know where you were going to come out when you went through one of the doors, like what staircase you were going to end up on next. See, and that would be so fun. Unless you were trying to get somewhere, then it would get really annoying really quick. <laughs> Sorry, boss, I couldn't come in today. I, <laughs> I, I tried. find the right staircase. <laughs> I, I swear I tried. I kept going upstairs and downstairs and across stairs, and I never found my way out of my house. <laughs> I think I just need to work from home from now on because I can't get out. <laughs> Go to climb out a window and just land on another set of stairs. Right. <laughs> uh, All right. Am I'm, I generating the word this time so that you pick the number? Well, I figured I was going to pick a number before we oh, hit okay. the thing or something. All so right. However you want to do it. Pick a number. I'm going to go with two. Two? Okay. Now press the button. What's it? 
What'd you do? I hit toggle more options. So number two is acceptance. I think mm. it's a word that everybody should have in their vocabulary. Right. And I think especially now with the whole uh, so many masking mandates going away and the CDC guidelines, you know, say, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask and all that. But there's so many people out there that are like, well, why are you still wearing a mask if you're vaccinated, you're a sheep and all of that is like, well, maybe that person has cancer or they have some sort of autoimmune disease. And they're like, you know, it's not that bad to wear a mask and it helps protect me with this other stuff that I have going on. You know, regardless, you know, even without COVID and people should just accept that, you know, somebody is still wearing a mask, let them be. They have their reasons. It's not hurting you for them to wear a mask. So I like to wear mine. I've decided that even like this winter, I will wear a mask because I found out last winter that wearing a mask makes you feel much warmer when it's cold outside. And it helps keep heat in your body. <laughs> and you don't have to like worry about a scarf if you don't want to wear it. You like, still have your mouth covered and stuff. Keep yeah. that cold wind off. Yeah. I found out that I really like masks for that purpose. I like that. And depending on what you you ate for lunch or <laughs> breakfast or whatever, then, well, there's then you may not want to wear the mask. That's true eat something really garlicky or have some bad coffee breath or something. I did. I prepared for winter already because in our local area, they dropped the mask mandate. And so of course the local store put all of the masks on clearance for a dollar. So I stocked up on <laughs> packages of masks. Cause I'm like, I'll have some that match every outfit when winter time comes and it's cold. I mean that big box store with like blue and the yellow star that yes we're not naming because screw them yes because they're not <laughs> sponsoring us. <laughs> Either way, I got lots of masks, and it's my personal choice to have them. Other people don't have to, and I accept that they don't want to wear them. That's like their choice, right? I mean. I was thinking I don't know, we could probably go on about acceptance like all day. Well, I'm going to because I want to tell you what I thought about when I heard acceptance. It's the time of year where kids are graduating and they're getting their acceptance letters into college or accepting that they're not going to make it to college. Parents are accepting that their kids are going to choose to go to college or choose not to go to college. Um, Right? I mean, like it's like college isn't for everybody. And there's a lot of things that, I mean, people can do them just as well without an actual college degree. I mean, while you know, going, getting that education, getting that extra training and stuff can be really good for a lot of people. But there are some people that are able to self-teach things like especially I don't know, in my world, like programming and stuff, that's something that I, the more you do it, the more you learn. So, I mean, somebody that has an interest in it, they could learn so much more than like what gets taught at a college just by getting in there and doing and having that interest. And they could be some of the best programmers in the world without a college degree in it. You know, what? it's funny. I was thinking this morning, just because we're talking about that now, has nothing to do with this. But how come... There are so many 
different jobs in the world, right? Like there is a wide, wide range of jobs and they have completely different skill sets, uh, different like requirements, different needs, things like that. And yet our public schools are designed one way and one way only. Why do we not design our schools in a way that like meets that? I can't think of the word now. I want to say differentiation, but it's not that. But that. Mm, can't come up with the word. But the wide variety. Why do we not teach? I think one of the. Uh, I don't know. Best diversity. That was the word. I think one of the best things that I don't know you can learn. I guess is how to learn and how like you personally learn. Does it take thirteen years to figure that out? No, I'm just saying that like there's. I mean, to be able to learn new things and understand like what's going to be the best way for you to learn something then that can like have so many doors open for you because it's like, Oh, well I, I can learn how to do that. I can learn how to do this other thing. I think, I but guess I, I think that's a really big thing is, I don't know, to be able to learn. Yeah. To be teachable. I don't know. I just think that it should be more diverse and what's offered like they have aptitude tests or whatever that say you'd be good in these fields maybe even not like specific fields but come up with general things so that i mean i know when the kids get to high school there's a little more diversity and options and what you can do but it's still there's still so many it must be these core classes and same thing with like universities or whatever. And I just feel like it should be more diverse to meet all of them because not every student is college bound, but every student. Oh yeah. There should be rated the same, even though they're different. And I think there should be classes on teaching things like how to properly cashier because so many of, especially a lot of teenagers go into like fast food or things like that as their first job while they're going to school. So why are we not teaching things like. Yeah. Like counting change properly. Yeah. Stuff like that. Where so so many just rely on, well, the cash register said this or they accidentally punch in the wrong number and then they're like, crap, now I don't know what to do. I've had that happen multiple times. Yeah. Not like I can count back, but. I've had it happen multiple times where I've had to. Yeah, he's getting too big a hurry, push the wrong button, and it's like, crap, I need to do this. I mean, on both sides of it as a customer and, you know, running a register. I mean, it it happens, but where, like, we grew up, we we were taught how to count change. Like, you count the change back and then count back up to whatever the amount was you were given, which, I mean, it still throws me off if somebody gave you an oddball amount like say something's you know twenty three, twenty one, and they give me twenty five dollars and fifty cents for whatever reason. See, I would have given like, twenty six cents. Crap, but... that like you know throws me off. 
Whereas like just the dollar amount, I'm good because I mean, that's easy. You can just do the change and then get to your dollars. But then when there's extra change involved, it always throws me off. So like when you get people like me, if it's 23, 21, I'm going to give you 25, 26. Yeah. But <laughs> then if I like dollars and five cents back, but if I like punch it in wrong, then it like throws me off and I'm like, crap. Now I got to count this back. Right. And it just makes it weird. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, things like that, being able to count back change. And I, I know more schools now are getting into teaching kids, you know, just basic like life skills, not, not home ec, which is what we had when I was in school as life skills. We like cooked some stuff and did some sewing, but I mean, there's schools like you know, that have this class like to teach kids how to check their oil how to change a tire and just these different things that, you know, cause there's so many kids out there that like don't have a dad or a father figure or somebody that can teach them to do these things. And like they're being taught in the schools so that, you know, these kids learn this stuff and it doesn't have to be a dad. <laughs> you can see my look on my but, face. I'm just thinking they don't have an adult that's teaching them. Well, maybe? a lot of these things are more like inner city kids and things like that. The, you know, dad up and left mom's got to work and doesn't have you know either the knowledge or the time to you know show their kids how to do these things so they've like picked up teaching some of these things in schools you know like some basic tool usage and taking care of your car and um, some basic finance things like that to help these kids learn these things because they're you know in single parent households uh the parents working, you know, two jobs and just doesn't have the time to. Well, yeah, I think they should teach a lot of that stuff, not just, I mean, like anything oh, yeah, I mean, that has to do with being. Independent. Yeah. So. I mean, teach kids how to cook. Teach mm -hmm. them how to, you know, make up their grocery list and shop and get, you know, good deals on the stuff. Yeah, I work uh, on that now with some of my staff, just teaching them how how to cook and how to pick things that go well together and how not to, to stress over that. So yeah, most definitely things that are going to help you to live independently and on your own. Those things are things that should be taught. And they're not really. They're a specialty class that you can take. Yeah. Like you can take life skills, personal finance. Uh, I mean, but James took culinary his freshman year. A lot of schools don't require those things. There's, well, those are there if you want it. But I think, you know, being able to balance a checkbook or your bank ledger. Well, no. that's part, that's required here. It, they have lib and law well, and not, personal finance. Not all schools here. do that, though. I don't yeah. know. But digging into that. I mean, should definitely be something that gets taught just because it helps, you know, teach these kids how to be independent, how to think about this and understanding, you know, well, yeah, you make this much per hour, but you're going to have these taxes taken out and how to kind of budget what's left you're over owe taxes at the end of the year. Yeah. And I mean, budgeting what's left over to kind of figure out, you know, like what you could afford in a place, an apartment or a house, whatever. And thinking about that, where I mean, some schools they make like a huge deal about it, like and have you know this semester that kind of leads up to okay, well now here's you know this imaginary annual salary, 
And there have been schools like set up like these stores or booths where like, okay, well, here's, you know, what you decide you would want in you know, your house and how much you would have left and then everything else to kind of go through that. And I think those are really cool because it does help teach kids to, you know, think about those things. And it's like, well, yeah, I, I can have this really nice house, but I'm not going to be able to have these other things. Or I can have this really nice car, but I'm going to have to cut back on the house or, you know, whatever that might be. And that's, I mean, things like that are really good to put into their minds, you know, early on so that you know, they can kind of expand on it. I would think even, you know, middle school kind of start teaching some of that to, you know, have it in their mind, at least like, oh, you know, the world's not free. And then be able to, you know, like through high school, kind of expand on that to get up to that, you know, where you know, they could sit down and think about it and try to budget out, you know, an annual income of X number of dollars. I would say it could probably start in elementary, though, in childhood, because you can introduce a lot of those things. Yeah, I mean, they age. introduce, like, counting money and, like, learning some of that stuff, but, yeah. I mean, Even grocery shopping and comparing prices, lots of that stuff. All right. Anyway. All right. Next, ready for another word? Next word, yeah. All right. We got way off acceptance. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. One, two, or three? Two. Baseball. <laughs> I have a baseball tattoo. That you do. That's about all I got for you. I'm not a I remember sports when I... fan. So. <laughs> nope. I remember when our kids played like Little League or whatever. Well, depending on the kids we're talking about, play is a relative (laughs) term. I remember when one of them stood in the field and danced every game. Does that count? (laughs) One of them was really good and had an amazing swinging arm, so... When when he was two, like, we would be out in the backyard, I would, like, toss the ball to him, and, like, he would just launch that sucker... Like, I was like, no, I'm going to have to stand way back or I'm going to get my head taken off. Right. I mean, it was just at the time, you know, a plastic bat and ball. But, I mean, he would hit that sucker hard. Yeah. I mean, his first word was ball. So, there's that. There, There is that. That's all I've got with baseball. <laughs> all right. So, you want to try again? Sure. All right. Let's go with number one because. Fish. Well, I'm Pisces. <laughs> So I, I'm technically a fish. Makes sense. I love water. This is now a dating show. <laughs> I guess our daughter, Ariel, she would be half fish if she's a mermaid, right? Yeah, that's true. Trinity is also fish. All right. So um, let's see fish. Oh, I can make fish lips. Not that anybody could see that right now, so I'm not gonna. And... You know, for a while, I don't like the taste of most fish. You were taking fish oil, and you know you had those fish oil burps or whatever. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Now everybody out there is going to to be picturing me burping up fish. Well, oil. anybody that has taken fish oil, I'm sure understands <laughs> that particular problem. 
I like to go fishing. I don't like to catch fish, but I like to go fishing. I don't like to catch them because I got to take them off the hook. And it's mean. As long as it's warm enough, I think you would be a fish. That is true. You would just live in the water. That is a very true statement. I think, I think we should move somewhere where it's warm year round. And that there's a pool year round. But I don't like baths. We could just retire and like buy a houseboat. And then we just live on the water. I think that would be fantastic. So, I am over two because <laughs> I pick bad words. So, I think it's my turn to generate and you pick a word. <laughs> All right. What is the number? Three. Advertising. We don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just, you know, social media. And right. Telling people about it, word of mouth. But now, like we had mentioned before, if you know, Liz is in the aisle and you happen to be looking at pressure cookers or something, she will advertise one to you. That's true. If should be like a walking billboard for this thing. If you have questions about appliances for your kitchen and you're curious about them, please send me your questions. I will tell you everything I know about them. And if I don't know anything about them, Odds are I will find out because I'm now interested because you asked me. So I am a walking advertisement. So is our our oldest son. He right. he used to <laughs> like have these infomercials he would see on TV like memorized. And he would you would be like, Oh, you, there's this thing and for this many payments in nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> Call this number. And we need this really bad because... And he would have the phone number memorized. Yeah. Like, with everything else. And if you buy in the next five minutes... Yeah, he would come you know, running out of the room to make sure he told us in stuff. five minutes. It's like, you can get a second <laughs> one if you buy right now. And it's only extra shipping and handling. And it would be the most random stuff. Like, there is no reason we would even need that. Listen, his favorite stuff was the infomercials and the Weather Channel. So, I mean, he learned to read before he got into school and he could tell you just by looking at the Weather Channel like thing or screen where exactly weather like he could tell you what the state was and he could read like the cities going by and everything. And so, I'm not sure what happened there. But he graduated, so yay! <laughs> Just kidding, James. You're awesome. That's right. You saying like telling them to email in if they had questions about a product or something just made me think. I mean, you guys can email us any of your questions, and as long as they're you're know, semi appropriate, then. I mean, let us know what you want to know. If they're semi-appropriate, at least, we'll talk about it on the show. If they're not, I'll probably answer you personally. Right? Send you an email <laughs> or something. Yeah. But yeah, I think we should do like an Ask Liz segment or something. <laughs> kind of like a Dear Abby type thing or something. You know, send in your weird Ask Liz questions. There you go. I think that would be fun if we 
That would be fun. Yeah. I'd like to incorporate that. Got some questions and then, I don't know, maybe we both could answer. You could give a serious answer and I could give whatever random nonsense I can come up with. That sounds about how like things go anyway, so that works. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, how do I get a date? Well, first you've got to go out of your cave, take your club, find the one that you want, and then hit her over the head and take her back to your cave. That's the way that works, right? I was the, just thinking, look at the calendar, man. sir. <laughs> <laughs> There's dates all over it. <laughs> See, I can be funny. <laughs> all right. Do we want to go one more? Sure. All right. Yeah, that one better. Sorry, the three words it gave you were really lame. Okay. Uh, Is there a particular number number you want me to pick? (laughs) No. No? Okay. Then I'm going to go with three because when I picked two and one, they were not that great. So I'm going to go with three because that was good. All right. I feel like you're going to choose whichever word you want and make that number three. No. Wisecrack. (laughs) Is that like (laughs) if you have a brain between your butt cheeks? (laughs) Probably. It's a really wise crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect word to end on. <sighs> and you know, I've got all these things in my head. And I'm, I remember like my grandpa saying, quit making wise cracks. Were you putting people's brains between their butt cheeks? Maybe. I wasn't. Now I'm like. You were creating wise cracks? Listen. Hitting him on the butt with a dictionary? (laughs) Maybe just sitting on an encyclopedia? I did that a lot. (laughs) I was kind of short for a little while in my life. Not as short as my sister, though. So wisecracks are jokes, right? Or... Well, I was thinking if James were in here, he would have looked at you and been like, were short? (laughs) What do you mean you were Listen. Yeah, wisecracks are like those quick-witted like responses. Uh, they go with wise guys? Stuff like that. Do they go with wise guys? I don't know. I don't know. I guess. Kind of. <laughs> okay, so now we've learned that I shouldn't pick the numbers for the generator <laughs> either. <laughs> I pick bad words to talk about. Maybe we need to do it like with more words and a random number generator to pick the word for us. Ooh, that that would be That'd cool. That'd be kind of cool. Do you still have the random number generator that you designed? No. No. I don't develop iPhone apps. I haven't as of yet. No. There's more requirements and we don't have a Mac. Yeah. Well, there you have it. So... We'll have to get a random number generator. I'll get the number generator, you get the word generator, and we'll go that route. All right. (laughs) If nothing else, I think this definitely works well for when we're like, yeah, we don't have a topic. Hey, but we did have a topic. Random words. Let's see, we could even use this random word generator to like do other stuff. Like, oh, let's, you know, pick three words and then see what kind of sentences we can make or small stories using all three of these words in some way or 
Ooh, that would be something fun. just out of the blue, like pest title and wisecrack. I'm sure we could come up with something. We may have to do it ahead of time, though, because I think we would end up with a little bit of downtime. Probably. And I'm thinking the title of this should be Wisecrack Pest. <laughs> Sorry, that's the best you're getting from me for coming up with three or coming up with a sentence for those three <laughs> words. <sighs> All right. Well, I think Maybe that's Wisecracking it. Pests in the title. Yes. That would at pest. least make people wonder what in the world exactly all right well i think we're about at our time so you have anything else nope i think i'm good this week all right thanks for eavesdropping if you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links contact form how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player you can also find links to our past episodes please subscribe rate review and share us with other eavesdroppers you know And real quick, we could have had a costume consultation adventure.